Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So sit back, make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on as we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Chemology 411. Hi everyone and welcome to Season 2, Episode 83. It has been a while since we have been in the same room together. This evening, or I guess it's day because this is a weird, weird recording, we're just going to talk about who is famous and how does one become, quote, famous. I'm Kim Schultz and I'm your adventure coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my to- my toe host. How about co-host Tyson Harley? Uh, that's funny. My sister... My sister draws faces on her toes for some reason and then sends a picture. Like, thank you for that. I. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. I mean, I'm your toe host. Your toe host. Hey, our episodes are getting up to good to good numbers, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, it's like 83. That's an incredible. To you know, like I'm I'm listening to podcasts and I'm like, oh man, I want to go check out more of their stuff. And I go to scroll and I like this. Scr- and it just stops. You're waiting for it to yeah, catch like, momentum. I'm waiting, of the like I'm thinking, maybe it's buffering, and no, it's, it's like no, a it's wheel not. of fortune wheel that just stops at one. And so, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> you know episode that. number five. And I mean, we weren't episode number five, but like their episode number one is from like 2019. Their episode, the satisfaction of like really kind of giving virtual momentum to the page scroll. You know where you know right. it's going to really move. Boom. You know, like, yep. <laughs> Gosh, I think I may have broken the broken the frame on this page or something. And nope. All right, interesting topic. Should be fun. Before we get to it, let's go to Tyson's Quick Hits. And that's really low. Or is it not? Maybe it's not. Does that sound okay to you? I'll just I do it again. So. First one, the NFL, a plus and a minus. Now, the NFL is one of those entities that I was not very happy with because I think it's one of the few entities that have they just put their foot down and made this situation we're finally kind of getting out of uh last only a few months instead of over a year they could have done so instead they didn't have any fans last year so i wasn't too happy with them kind of like but anyway they have they've had the draft and the draft when you think about it it happened this last few days a public event and i believe 100 percent capacity wait for it the uh, fans had to wear masks but the commissioner was not wearing a mask and neither were the players that came out. And um, because they did have a full, what do you kind of like, like a runway? So some of the people actually do go there and come up and meet Roger Goodell specifically and then talk. In person, the players don't have to wear a mask. And because they're on a runway uh, where fans are down there, th- they let them slap hands and everything. So plus for the NFL. What? They, they, Okay, so let me get this. They touched hands. Yes, with with fans. So <sighs> and, and, that... and Goodell hugged hugged the players. So oh great, maybe I love in, that. Maybe in the background they've been kind of a low level rebel, even though they didn't quite do it enough to have fans last season, uh, or at least not full fans. They I guess we, we had what twenty five. Well, that's the negative. The negative is this: if you want. Any more indication of how much our society has now turned into a marketing fucking event yeah. for Big Pharma, 
whenever they went to the draft room. So the interesting thing is they'll be like, all right, Kansas City's on the clock. And they'll show whatever people are in their little room, their powwow room, decide who they're... And they'll just show a quick, you know, camera on it. And I believe every single one. At first, I thought maybe it was one franchise did this. They called the draft rooms the fully vaccinated draft rooms. Oh, my god! A live look in on the fully vaccinated uh, uh, draft rooms, which goes and to your idea that, well, as long as people finally get the alleged idea that we're vaccinated enough, even though immunity happened all along, right. then, then maybe we feel more comfortable. So I, I think play you, the game, play the yeah, game, yeah, play, the play the game. Ticket <laughs> number two. I have non-human. Let's talk about two non-human moral supporters. Oh, no. Slash deceivers. Okay, so, you know. My relationship with Tanita, my scale, has, oh, okay. been, has yeah. been rocky. Well, I think maybe Tanita felt bad about it. Like about a week ago, I jump on and I I look and I'm like, no way. I'm, I'm sure they can't be this dehydrated from the day before. I was like three, four pounds lighter than I expected. I love how you always say your weight loss is only because you're dehydrated. You've never once got on here and said, I lost weight and I kept it off. Nope, I've just suffered and dehydrated myself to a weight loss, as you can like see, a weight I, loss. As you can see, I look like a jerky right now. <laughs> um, but uh, So... <laughs> All of a sudden, it takes a little while, and then it it, it settles, which it never takes. It takes like a couple of seconds. It's like three or four seconds, and I realize it's Tanita just kind of like, you know, trying to help bridge the gap and be more of a moral supporter. And so I'm like, Tanita, this is not like you. And besides that, I could tell you weren't really determined. You're like, "Ah, I get, you know what? Maybe you only weigh 153. (laughs) Uh, Maybe 153. Okay, fine. Well, you weigh 153.2 or whatever it is. I'm like... I don't think I believe you, <laughs> so, so I jump on, and if it doesn't like waver around and it stops, then that's a real weight. Sure enough, it was way back up where it was supposed to be. <laughs> but uh, so now I know if it takes any time, it's 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 being a little weird. But the last few times it hasn't. It's it's uh, clocked in pretty quickly. You say dehydration, but when women weigh themselves, they go, "Oh, I lost some water weight." <laughs> Because right. that's always like your like your time of the month you gain like five pounds of water weight, and so you always don't assign wanna, your you adjective wanna, of your to me. You want to you want to weigh yourself My. after that, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> after the water weight. <laughs> the other non-human moral supporter slash deceiver. Mm-hmm. This is so weird. I, I mean, you know, you buy different things, and sometimes you get an extra little accessory deal with them. So somewhere along the line, I got a tape measure that I didn't buy specifically as a tape measure. I don't remember what it even came with. So I'm getting it out going, eh, once a month, maybe I'll just try to do measurements, you know, neck and waist and oh, and arms and stuff. I ha- I, remind <laughs> me, I've got something. So I do it and I can't, I think it was maybe my arms or maybe it was my neck. I'm like, that's, there's no way it's that small. <laughs> <laughs> that did not come, my, my neck and my arms. I'm like, okay, I know my neck isn't like 12 inches or whatever. I know my arms are not 11 inches. I'm, I mean, I may be closer to Captain America before he got the super serum but, <laughs> but, than I am Captain America, but I'm not, that, I'm not that scrawny. So I'm like, that cannot be right. So I take another tape measure, and this is a tape measure that has been manufactured and sent to me. 
and the tape measure is off by a good amount. I mean, I'm talking like instead of a foot, it says ten and a half or ten or nine and three quarter. It's a manufactured tape measure. So if I went by that, I I, can, I have a pretty small waist now. So. <laughs> uh, the other thing too is that uh, what was I going to say here? Uh, oh yeah, I hit my tank top weight. I believe. I mean, I've been below, well below my tank top weight in the mornings and so far below that I bet you even when I'm full and I'm hydrated, I'm actually below it, but I'm, I'm not feeling the tank top yet. So I'm not doing that yet. As to the uh, fitness, the running setback, I got a little weird thing happening with my knee. I tried to go run today and I, I felt okay warming up. I felt it two days ago after a run and um, I went to go warm up. I'm like, okay, it feels good. I just walked yesterday. It felt fine walking. And then I went to, you know, I was jogging. I always jog kind of in place in the driveway or whatever to kind of get my heart rate warmed up. And then I went to take off. And as soon as I really had to launch my foot out in front of me, my right knee was hurting me. So a little bit of a setback, but I think it'll be okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go. It turns out I can I'm do okay on the elliptical. The elliptical's not bothering me, so. I just bought you something. You um, just bought me mm-hmm. something. All right. What's her name? And is she from Russia or is she from No, maybe... Amazon doesn't have that. <laughs> Next quick hit. I have another goal for the year that I at least have a lead on, and that's about an income increase. So mm-hmm. knock on wood for that. That is a very. Yes, um, fingers crossed, because yes. we want to go party. Yes, we want to make more money and be able to pay off the house quicker and get to projects quicker. Number five-ish, and I've been watching X-Files instead of serial murders all the time. On on TV, I'm constantly watching Investigation Discovery, Fear Thy Neighbor, this and that and the other. (laughs) Anyway, it turns out there's a channel called Comet, and it's sci-fi, and they've been putting up X-Files, so I caught it basically from the beginning. I'm just recording all the episodes. I used to love that show, but honestly, I didn't even see all of them back then. Just over the years, I've seen quite a few. I'd had a few of the seasons on DVD, but I, I you know, I, I still haven't watched it. My daughter I don't have, loves that show. It, it, it's on Comet, and it, it man, it hit its stride quick. <laughs> quick at number six. Is this 2015? Hmm. Because on the way over here... I almost went off the road when I heard the Royals announcers referring to them as the first place Royals. Yes. What? I know. I saw that on TikTok too. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I have a little TikTok crush on someone. <laughs> and quick hit number seven ish. What was that about? Oh yeah, my back porch that had so much promise starting uh-huh. to shape up now that it's been warm enough, and I told you it kind of blocks the. No, it absolutely blocks the southern sun and the overhead sun and the western sun. So it's finally been warm enough, and I have not got furniture for it yet, but I realized, wait a second, I can go piecemeal. Nobody sees it. doesn't have to look great. It's just functional, and nobody can see it that it's out to steal it, just the way my yard works, and that's another great thing about it. So I put out my card table, and I put out a bunch of camp chairs, and I realized it had something that more or less served as a uh, coffee table. Uh, so it's it's shaping Ready. up. I'm, I'm yeah, excited. I'm, I'm very excited. I might get more permanent stuff, but it's not as big on the list because I've got like five places to set back there and a, and like a place to set because I use a card table if and, I want to eat or whatever. I mean, and, and literally how many, what's the most amount of people you expect to come to your house at one time? In the next year, I hope to get five total different humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Tyson's Quick Hits. 
All right. Well, you know, we're recording this on a Sunday uh, because I just got back from Dallas. I had a great flight down there, uh, except, okay, one of my complaints is I am TSA pre-check. And TSA pre-check, it basically doesn't make me take off my shoes and I don't have to take out my computer and I don't have to take off my hoodie. Um, but besides that, everything is about, is about normal. But I think since 2020... And 2019, I think that they now use it as like a training because I have been pulled over <laughs> every trip at least once. My first Which trip. Which is kind of taken away from the purpose The whole purpose of, of the, the TSA pre-check. The first one I got pulled over and did the whole take your shoes off. We're going to swab everything down because of, we, we talked about this, my mm -hmm. Herbalife drink. I'm like, <laughs> that's my breakfast. And so anyway, they were very disappointed that it wasn't my cocaine that I just had in a huge big Ziploc bag. A nice little individual, you know, like, I don't know, two grams. I mean, probably a million dollars worth of cocaine in this bag of Herbalife if it were cocaine. So that one I got over and I was like, okay, the second time I go to get on and they're like, you've been randomly chose to have your stuff searched okay so we searched at that time then i'm leaving um florida and they pull me over and it is my yeti microphone and when i said it's probably they said there's a round cylinder in here i said that would be my yeti microphone and that's when the guy and this is on a podcast said no those are coolers i said no they're actually a microphone it's for my podcast <laughs> he said why would you have a podcast i said because i'm freaking kim have you heard of them hello have you ever heard of kimology 411 i'm an accountant and we talk about amazing things so then he proceeded to ask me accounting questions Podcast. So I got the microphone got me pulled yes, over. Yes, as he was searching through the back. Okay, then this woman seems to have uh, her story pretty straight. I'll see if I can try to trip her up. She's yes. obviously pre-planned her story, but if Computer, I have to ask, ask enough questions, yeah. What's this podcast? Yeah, you can I, and so then my next trip they pulled me over for a granola bar. It was a granola bar, so that was my that was my last trip in November. And this trip, they pulled me over for a small can of hairspray. <laughs> now, mind the you, granola. You're like, first of all, you think you're getting two different typical Colorado things mixed up. Granola's granola. not the problem. If it's marijuana, that's what you're after worrying. Evidently, about. was a brick of marijuana. I don't know what it was. <laughs> and but this time, I, I'm getting I, I'm getting annoyed. Because now I'm more nervous to go through security than I've ever been because not the fact that I have anything wrong. It's just the fact that I get pulled over at least one leg of every trip and it's annoying. So I'm actually That's going weird. to write them a letter and just say, hey, you know, I pay for this. And I'm not saying that if something comes up, but I know that at least two of them were training because I heard them say, and that's that's great, but why are you taking it out on the people who pay? I pay to be TSA pre-check. It's supposed to be easy to get through. And yes, the last time they pulled over, the guy in front of me had two taped boxes with electronics in it. And he said, but it made it through the last time. And they said, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to open the boxes. So she opened the boxes. There's no knives or anything. So they're using like a paper clip or something, trying to get it open. They take everything out of this box. It's an electronic piece. I mean, it's just a, it's like a, I don't know what it is. Then they hand him the box back with no tape to ta retape it. Like, here you go. Well, the girl behind me got stopped. So he got stopped. I got stopped. And the girl behind me got stopped because they said that she might have pepper spray on her backpack. 
So I'm standing there waiting for about five minutes and I'm my, my plane was supposed to leave in one hour when I got to security. I'm sitting there and I, I was, my, by the way, my plane was late getting there because of storms, but I'm sitting there going, how long is this gonna take? Like, what the hell? Like I am, I wanna be sitting down right now I waited, I waited, they had to get through the box. Finally, another guy comes over. All he does is he unzips a pouch. He goes, he goes, it was this, puts it back in and hands it to me. He didn't search anything because there's a camera that shows them the object that they're wanting to do. I think it's all testing. Like literally, I think they're testing new equipment. They're testing people. They're texting staff. But reality is, is I'm annoyed that I get to have to stop every time. I am more nervous now. It's like, I would rather just go and wait in line and take off my shoes because more than likely I'm not gonna be pulled over where the amount of people over there are, which is not what TSA pre-check I should wonder, be about. I, I, I wonder if anybody's had an online conversation about that, whether it seems like there's more of a chance, is that? Um, but secondly, I wonder if you're too early with your pre-check and you should be more in urgency mode and that's part of it. Like, I, I was we late. got plenty of time. No, 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 I, no, no, there. no, because I was, I normally get there two hours early. Like, I want to be there and sitting and take my time walking through. I'm late to get there an hour before because we went to go eat uh, lunch with James and so we were running so I was already nervous about, oh my God, like, because you only have, that. that's 30 minutes before you start boarding. That's a separate line, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a whole different area. So anyway, what I'm not happy with it. Regular versus pre-check. Do like, what? Seventy-five percent of the uh, pass, pass, passengers are in the regular uh, 20, check, or twenty percent are in TSA pre-check. You have to pay. Okay, so 80, you have 20. to do your. You have to do your fingerprints. You have to register your fingerprints. You have to go in, fill out an application, and every three years you pay a fee. So they have my fingerprints. I know who I am, and yet I'm getting stopped. But I do believe it's training, and I think it's annoying. Yeah. I don't believe we should be the experimental lab rats because now they've stressed me out more. All right, so but Texas turned out well. We got to go eat at some incredible places. If you want to know more about those, you want to join, you want to go to my Facebook page. It's all it's all public, so you can go see the um, things. The really cool thing is I took all the pictures that I took and I sent all of the restaurants brownies because they were all locally owned and told them thank you so much nice. for everything. So I am waiting. And that'll come up a little bit later when some people say, you don't deserve unsolicited thank yous. And I say, somebody Let's takes say the time that. to say. <laughs> what? what kind of jackass would say that? Anyway, go ahead. I'm, I'm interested <laughs> to find out about this jackass. So anyway, I sent them all brownies and I sent them a card with their food on it with a little nice saying in there about the experience that we had at the restaurant. They're all locally owned. I love that. Um, TikTok, once again, um, I now have 42.9 thousand views, meaning of my videos, 42,000 42, people have actually seen my face for like a second. I doubt they've watched yeah, all my videos. 42.9. I'm not. Yeah, almost 43. It'll be 43 by today's, so I put five more on there. Uh, let's see here. Let's talk about our April adventure because we go on adventures yeah, now. We've got I don't it. We went. Remember if we went one in March? We, but we yeah, picked we it back we, up. We start. April. We did, did bowling. We? we did bowling in March. Well, that must have been early. March. Yeah, it was yeah. early March, okay. and then it was um, we shoot, shoot, shot pool in April, and May's going to be a little tricky, um, but maybe we can do something after supper club on the 20th to go. We can. Because we're yeah. going to go to Henry T's, so maybe we can do something after Supper Club. It's a Thursday. Hey, you know what? Any place is also an axe-throwing place if you bring your own axe. Axe? We could just yeah. just randomly Henry do T axe. 
axe, axe throwing. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, go out and say, oh, we're, we thought this is your axe throwing patio. <laughs> what is going on out what is, there? What's happening? <laughs> so we, <laughs> went, we went to Boulevard Billiards and we walk in and there's like a sign on the door that says, you must have a mask on at all times unless you're actively eating or drinking. And so we had mask in hand. I don't know if you put yours on, but I, I never put my mask on when I'm walking in. I, I really look at I was ready to, but I was taking we, your lead and had not put it on yet. We walk in, not a mask in sight, except a few people did have it on. We went in and had a glorious dinner. Our dinner was amazing. They've got such good food there. And then, of course, they had a league going on. So we I had the Philly, right? <laughs> yeah. Did I? I think so. <laughs> yeah, you had the Philly. Yeah, yeah. I and I that. had the pork tenderloin. And yeah. Because it's yeah. anyway, but the leagues had all the normal tables, so we picked the larger table. They have like a larger table in there, and uh, we shot pool. And pretty good I, place. I um I still suck at pool. I don't play enough, nor do I care enough to care. It's more like I'm just having a fun. Either not being either at the I'm house. mentally okay and on the shots, but I still to the point of being uh, not caring. I have a real hard time trying to really plan more than. And usually yeah, not even that. one shot, shot ahead. Right. Uh, so we did but some you good shots. Kind of, we our, we had some, some freaking some amazing shots. shots. Were pretty good, yeah. And I think it was shot, just a shot, it, shot, shot. I think it was more of this kind of like we hadn't b- both played forever. Well, um, the table was the table was nice, and you know you yeah. go play with your family somewhere, and it's like it's not. It's not even square, you know. The ball rolls off a little bit to the left. Or it's a very nice place. I love I love going there. Um, let's see. I'm going to look through here. Um, so what is that? Oh, all right. So restaurants, first of all, the SVO grant, we talked about that was shuttered venue and I had worked, I would gone to Branson and worked with a client and we spent an entire weekend getting all the information to get to that. While I was down in Dallas, they had announced that the the website portal was going to open up for everybody on that Saturday, which I was like, what? Like now my whole entire nice Saturday with my friends because they don't work, they work the rest of the week. I'm going to be on a computer filling out an application. And then I got the email um, Friday night at 9.53 that said, okay, we, we hear you. We're going to open the portal on monday so enough people must have said must have said listen we're theaters you morons we're open on saturday you know like we have things going on on saturday it's not a work day our cpas and our accountants are not going to come in and that's not their day there's nobody in our office that's going to be filling this out on a saturday so we pushed it to monday come first serve though that's no not really get to it there's um, you just want to get to it because you want. You to get just to wanted it. to get it done, okay. and you're. It's a. It's got levels of people that get to go first, but they took all the applications. And the thing is, is that you've been stressing out. You just want to get it done, right? And so they they did a waiting room kind of a thing, and we logged in at eleven o'clock, and we were seventeen hundred and eighty six on the wait list, and it was six minutes. Why is there a wait list? Because. Um, as with healthcare.gov, when 20,000 people log into a system at 11 o'clock. So what they did is it only took us five minutes and they basically, you logged into a waiting room and then they just went click, click, click. It was very smart because in two minutes at 11.02, 
when I went to my computer and I logged in on my account because I had my own account to keep track of things, there were 8,900 people trying to get into the website. Did you say and they first had, year were 1,700? We were 1,786. And then there were 8,900 and they had a 32 minute wait. So it wasn't like they were like a big long wait. It was just controlling who came in, which hopefully they do that for this next one. The SVO took three and a half hours to complete and we still had to add more stuff because not everything was on the checklist that we knew about. Um, and so we got that taken care of and now we just sit back and wait and this is this is going to be huge for the theaters um, to get them back open because the, the, um, the amount of money that was lost last year was billions of dollars because the rent doesn't go away, the payments don't go away, the electric doesn't go away, the maintenance staff doesn't go away. And, and they do take out the PPP money. So, like, if you got PPP money, they would take that out. So, anyway. All right. So, now we move on to the RRF, which is a Restaurant Revitalization Fund. And it opens up tomorrow. And I went into my group of restaurants and did about a 30-minute video. And I went through the entire application because, unfortunately, they don't have someone awesome like me that they can sit with and do it. Now, I've got my clients. They went and watched the videos. And they're like, Kim, this is what it is. And so, we met about it. And then I've got one coming over with me with his laptop. And we're going to do it together. But it's going to take about 20 or 25 minutes to fill out because it's a lot easier. The thing that I'm worried about is the the reporting of the money after the fact. I think what they're doing right now is they're just throwing money at people. People are going to get that money and then they're going to have unrealistic expectations of how to, uh, how to track the money because it's going to have to be tracked. My clients are lucky because I will already know and I will be tracking it as, as, as if I it was a nonprofit grant because I do nonprofit accounting as well. So if you're listening to this and it's still 2021 and it's in, and this goes on for a couple months, they have five um, five billion dollars is set aside for all restaurants who made five hundred thousand or less, and then there's like three billion dollars for five hundred thousand one up to one point five million, and they actually have money set aside for people who just made fifty thousand dollars or less, meaning food carts or uh, food trucks or something like that. So there's money for everybody. It's a very open thing. There's, I mean, there's a lot of people that are included and there is a, it's like a lot of money involved here. So please go make sure that you go to sba.gov, click on the little COVID relief thing at the top. It'll take you in, look for RRF, get your restaurant signed up for it well, and go in and fill out the application. Because, you know, I was with the other, the PPP where it was really a forgivable loan so you're like go to your bank and these are both just portal do it yourself or help have right. some have somebody else help you do it yep this is government right. money this is going through the SBA your PPP money goes through a bank so it's not a federal grant the money the, the money the bank gets comes from the federal which is weird and once again RRF you have to subtract out all your PPP so you subtract out LMNLP QRS TUV WXYZ alright um, let's see, we got that Just remember one to examine your zipper before you finish that SVO. XYZ, XYZ, yeah. PDQ. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, unemployment. 
there. So the other day, one of my friends called me up, and, and she had been on Facebook, and she was just mad at this restaurant. How dare they do this? And I was like, do you understand? Do you watch anything but your, you know, like your political things? Do you understand that these restaurants cannot find people to work? They're still getting the extra $300 a week, and it's just easier to sit back and take the money than it is to actually go back out and get the jobs. Unfortunately, these people... Um, a lot of them went out and the wait staff, they went out and find eight to five jobs. They're working at Dillon's or they're working at a distribution place and they're getting into a whole new lifestyle. So we've got a whole new um, yeah. circulate generation or turn of events of who's going to be working at these restaurants. They don't have enough staff to even fully staff it because they don't have they have to retrain everybody which people don't understand they also can't get all their food in for the full menu because there's a food shortage right now because so many people are trying to open up their restaurants again and um customer service is down because they're just throwing people in trying to get people to work but you're gonna see signs everywhere and i found at one of my one of my places that i work at handed me this coupon and it was a little thing from wendy's and it said we pay you daily that means that you go in there and you make your ten dollars an hour you work your 80 hours and they send you that night you're gonna get 71 dollars and you know do you tell do you know why we're doing that do you think this is Kimology uh, about are to come out. Doing it because Kimology. I, I, I think it, I think it's on the tip of my brain. We would be doing it daily, a because of availability, but then b because there's something else, and I know it has to do with paperwork. And, and uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know. I give up. I'll let you just say it. No, well, it's, this is only Kimology. You give someone a paycheck for three hundred dollars. They don't come in for two days. Now we're going to train people. You got your $72. They're going to go home and they're going to spend that $72. They're going to come in for their next shift if they want their, their next amount of money. That's where we're at right now because people, we used to be the state used to get paid monthly. You got one check and you would get your $1,200 and then you had an entire month that you had to work to get the next $1,200. Well, now we've gone totally reverse of we're going to pay people daily and we're going to probably put it on a card and they're going to go out and they're not going to know how to budget their money because how are they going to pay their rent when they need three days to pay the rent, like that doesn't even make any sense. But we have people out there who, when you give them the amount of money that they're wanting to give them, they will not show up for more shifts. We, I, it's, it's been proven at multiple places. When you give someone a raise, let's say that you have, and people will get mad at me, but I, I, I'm, this is coming from my experience. You come in and you say, we're going to give you um, a, a bonus and you give them a bonus and it's $150. And you know who doesn't show up for work for a week? Person that got the bonus because you know what? They only need this amount of money and in their mind, they've already earned it. They don't need to come back in. We have to get people on the, the way of thinking is to actually want to better themselves, but we have a lot of people that are just pretty okay. And then we have a society basically telling them, you're not okay. You need $15 an hour. No, you're not okay. Yeah, I'm pretty good at what I'm, nope, you're not. You So someone, 
you could give somebody more money, they're going to work less. People go, well, no, they just start working them less. Well, that too, that too. They're going to be hiring more competent people to work less hours to do more tasks to come up with the money. But reality is, is it's very sad when you have to pay somebody daily. And think about this, your wait staff and your bartenders are paid daily. So what they're trying to also do is to get those people in there that were waitstaff and bartenders and give them a give them their daily rate because that's what they're used to. But it's actually just it's it's automatically their 10, 12, 13 dollars an hour. So they don't have to go over and above to do it. So uh, related to that, I think part of it is just a geesh. What if what if they know to that they're going to get paid tomorrow as opposed to having to wait two or three weeks. Maybe that'll just get some people in here mm-hmm. um, as opposed to those people who are like, well, geez, if I start a new job, I may not get paid for two or three weeks. Who knows? Uh, and then the other thing is, I can't remember if we talked about this on air, but the NFL, part of their labor agreement this year was to, they've always been paid in the season only. And it's instead, it goes right along with your idea. Uh, you know, it's like that's when they're working, so that's when they get paid. And instead, they want their. I think it came from the players. No, I think it came from the league side, but most of the players were good with it. So um, that no, we'll spread it out over 12 months. I guess it kind of depends on when you think you, you the earliest you could have gotten the money. Because some people's argument was, man, that we've lost the time value of the money if we would have got it during the season instead of then an, a, a good portion of it one, two, three months after the season. And even five months after, it's only like a six, you know, six month season. Uh, so kind of interesting you say that because the same argument was made by the the one guy. Is like, man, we got to be financially smarter instead of stop having this baby baby fed to us. I mean, right? Yeah, uh, they they would have analogies of how um, if he was he was a guy who took care of his money, and some of the other guys all of a sudden they're not getting paid. And so they've already spent their money and be like, hey, can you give me can you give me a loan? Obviously, once once I get paid, I can pay you back. Like they wouldn't uh, spread their their uh, their cost and their spending out over. Right. It's like a teacher. You have that choice. Some of the district give you a choice. Do you want to be paid your, you know, like your average amount of money? Do you want to get some through the summer as well? And this wasn't going to be a choice. I think it was just going to one one team did it. And supposedly, I think it was Tennessee. They um, studies showed they thought the studies showed that those people did a little bit better out of retirement because it's more like real life. You know, Um, once they retired, they were more satisfied or could adjust more. Uh, but now I think it's that no, the new agreement is it will be spread out over 12 months. And the NFL is probably like, fine with us. You know, right. we'll hold on to it longer. Ex- well, yeah, exactly. We'll do- <laughs> Somebody's making money off it. There's a, there's, a, there's a benefit for somebody behind that. All right. Well, um, let's just go on with the topic so we can talk about fame. I mean, it's something that I have to deal with all the time. Do we have to... Um- what about Fame, leg? I'm going to live forever. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to fly, fly. I don't have any leg warmers. I do. I have leg warmers upstairs. And I probably have a sweatshirt that I could wear down on my shoulder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, a little dance sweatshirt. Yeah, a little, a little like, sports bra on Kind of like there. a half shirt. Mm-hmm. I pro- I'm sure I have it. Well, the, the, now, the reason that I came up with this is because the word fame... 
um, has so many different meanings and you guys can go look up the definition of it we're not here we're not here to give you the psychological part of it we're here to give a, you our viewpoint on fame so fame can be found in all different things and today I asked people on my Facebook group what makes fame what makes you famous and a lot of people said money <laughs> like it makes you money and that's that I don't know if that's famous but yeah money does talk like you are going to get a little bit more attention if you walk in the room and I can lay down a million dollars and you come in with your great idea they're going to be like oh nice Tyson that's that's a great idea and Kim what are we talking about well I want to do but that's my idea yeah thank you Tyson but now what do you have to because they're going to listen to you but that's really not what I'm calling famous what I'm calling famous is like when you've got when you've got people who are excited to see you and and i am not you have some whether it's some or many or millions of people who are fanatics fans yeah you have you kind of have fans so let's start with the negative ones first because we did come up with some negative ones and that would be like the crime people or the serial killers or you know like um they're famous yeah they that that they get a lot of attention and that makes them famous but it's not in a good way but yet they still have they still have people who are all about them yeah it's probably exaggerated um because it's on dramas but they always have every probably fourth episode there's some uh, guy that they're trying to catch who is also motivated by the idea that he's going to be known because right. of the infamous acts that he's right, done. Right, right. And and if you noticed, it was, you know, within the last few of the school shootings and stuff, that was one of the things that they talked about was stop talking about the killer, focus on the victims, and leave the killer out. Because the less we see of the person that did the crime, whether they're alive or dead, then the less we have to be able to connect with them. And as humans, as humans, we always want to look, and I'm the exact same way, I want to know why. Like, I, I don't, I'm not going to... I'm not going to be excited to see them or want their autograph, but I do want to know what would lead you up to doing that. You're probably bullied or something like that. That to me is informative. It does not famous, so, but there are people right. that, that are other potential serial killers that actually really idolize these people that have committed these crimes. Uh, also, another thing that's interesting as to that that phenomenon is that well the victim story is over well all of a sudden we're covering this when the victim is no longer here yeah and the ongoing coverage is about the person that still has something else going on with their lives because they're alive and they killed their victim and so of course the news coverage naturally is going to be about the next event which can outside of the funeral can no longer be about the victim right and so that's how all of a sudden we know about the you know, killer and not the four victims' names because the next news story, whether it's trial or appeal or jury selection or, you know, the lawyers is about the the bad person. Right. Well, and there's a movie. Remember we had the Boston Marathon bomber people? Mm-hmm. There's a movie out that I, Tom and I went to go see. And then it's actually a really good movie. And they actually use real footage from video cameras 
in the movie to bring you into it but they but they they showed you the the two kids and their family and how nutso they were but they focused on the victims and the the police and stuff way more they balanced it out so you got a round thing and at no point at the end of that movie you weren't like this oh wow man i really feel sorry no i didn't feel sorry for them at all for if they're still alive or i don't even i don't know if they're they got killed or not the sometimes victims are more famous because of our superficiality like right the that's so even though we say the story ends I said the story ends because they're they're dead, but often for whatever reason, if they're I mean, listen, a pretty woman who's gotten killed is more likely to be a national story. I'm I'm sorry, it right. just is going to be. Yeah. Because I don't know why, but they're they're gonna put oh she had so much promise, she was so beautiful, you know. And it's like, well, what about just the average person? The average died? person that, that yeah. It, it's definitely a regional story. It is by definition less likely to be. A, uh, I should say, just by nature, less likely to be um, nationally broadcast unless right. it's just the severity of the crime or something like that. So sometimes fame, it uh, it can come from a number of, of things, but it's also even appearance really affects the likelihood of, of it. So, okay, serial killers put aside. The second one we can talk about is the group of people who shall know, who shall go unnamed that are from Topeka who basically had followers all over the place because they traveled all over the place. And from what I got from people from internal that went to school with them is that the leader who has now since died basically was out to become famous. And the media kept doing their antics when they would go out and protest they were that's what it was about it wasn't about the cause it was about the it, it was about the conversation and he and and he basically did not i mean to him he probably got off on the hatred that people didn't like him because he had just as many people who worshiped him and thought that he was amazing demonstrations at funerals even though we're not naming just in case you guys are missing it it was huge uh yeah another outrageous it's more infamy you know the outrageous gets the attention and therefore the fame to the extent that famous just merely means a lot of people know you right it can come from absolute negative stuff as opposed to Productive, productive and or positive stuff. all right so we have negative stuff and that's gone because that's not what we're going to talk about but i didn't want someone listening to this going you know there's a lot of famous people that are negative let's get the negative out Boop, you're gone so we're going to talk boop. about we're going to talk about the the, the, the real famous so, negative boop. <laughs> get on out of here boop. 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 out <laughs> We're gonna talk about like the, the normal famous when when I ask, swipe left on negative. If swipe left means you don't want to be with them. I I've never used that app. I don't you think know. Swipe right's good. Swipe left. I've never used it either. It's, it it it's, would be it's like, like right culture. would be correct would be a good thing I would think. And then yeah, I think so. But all right. So when I say to you and I say, who do you think is famous? Who do like, I who think, do you think is famous? famous? Like either it, someone who is uh, I just say um, a level of prodigious, like they put out work um, or they're they're at high positions um, that are public positions or they put out uh, art or work and or a lot of it. 
And then there are other ones that are famous just because they're basically famous once for some weird reason. And then they're just famous for being famous. Well, so like, let's talk sports. You have how many players are in the NFL? Well, 53-man roster times 32, and then more than that are at least trying at the beginning of every year. So, so. let's do 60 times 30, so you're talking... 1,800. 1,800. 1,600, probably. Of the 1,800 who are famous, how many are famous in the NFL? Famous, in your mind. What percentage? Fam- famous is, is two tiers. National, it's not even but not even 5%. Okay. Um regionally in their own little areas right. more like about a quarter of the roster that's maybe. exactly what i was gonna say so like i know nobody i i know like kelsey mahomes you used to you used to know damian williams he just didn't do it last time last year right and guy. and and tyreek tyreek so I could probably name I could probably name that I would believe that are like oh my gosh and then everybody else falls into place you know their names so when we get into sports you actually have some that are because of a their position b their personality um, Gronk 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 whatever his name is what is it you are correct I only Gronk. know him from like. A TV, like like an interview. Uh-huh. Like I didn't know until like he came in the Super Bowl and everyone was so mad at him. Like, oh my gosh, like I can't be mad at him. He's like a funny guy. Like he's a like in the interview, he was he was amazing. And so Gronk he, always finds a career game versus the Chiefs. And when he's seventy five, he'll like come in for one game and he yeah. hasn't played in thirty years. <laughs> he'll somehow have seven catches against the Chiefs. But reality is, it's all about personality. It's it, it's it's what makes you. It, and the media, the media makes them. Or and you move over into like the um, uh, the let's do let's do television. So when you watch television in your brain, you automatically when you're watching a show, you think that they're all famous. But in your mind. Mo- in your mind, they're not, you don't really care too much about them. You're just kind of like, there are just so many of them. But we highlight certain people. So if yep. you go to, if you go to the cast of Friends, first person in Friends that is the most famous? Uh, the, the Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Everybody did the exact same uh, LeBlanc. And, um, yeah, it was a total ensemble. It was, all, but you know what? She had the haircut. We made it. We we had the we had the the Rachel. Everybody got the Rachel haircut. They focused on certain things, and then we are fed this information, and people are like, "I want to look just like her." And then she marries uh, Brad Pitt, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. And did. so then then the that. power. They're like, um, "What's their name?" Let's see here if it's. If her name is um, well, Jennifer, later on it was Jennifer Brangelina. Anis- so. Brant- that's Angelina, but, but they didn't call it. It was Brennifer. No, it wasn't. No, I don't know. Brennifer and Jennifer. Maybe they added hers when she got another famous boyfriend. I don't she know, but she was was she was with um, the oh I, I'm terrible at names from the guy from the accountant. Um, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah, Benifer. It was Benifer. There was a Benifer. Um, yeah. So anyway, we go into we go into like the super famous people, and it's just kind of what we do. You so, go to a you go to a comic like a con, and you've got um, 
actors from the different shows or people that perform, you know, whatever. It's what you choose to be famous in your mind. I don't find some of the people to be famous. I'm not a big, oh my gosh, they're so famous. I talk to anybody. To your point, uh, there's also, and I talked about the sports media. Sometimes uh, person A is doing a certain amount of work. Person B is doing more or less the same type and level and and quality or amount of work. It's just that person A, for whatever reason, the the media latches on. Uh, right, it, that, it is, and it's not through their fault or not. They just happen to latch on to person A, and that's always interesting. Why did we have to hear about Brett Favre every other sentence on on flipping ESPN, and then Tim Tebow? Tim Tebow was a prominent football player, but he, you know, all of a sudden you think he was he, the Pope the, um, because he knelt down and did his prayer thing at the end. That's yeah, what for, I remember. For whatever from reason, but Favre Tim didn't Tebow. do that stuff. Favre was just a quarterback who, yeah, he, he had a verve for life and. And so he was, but there are a lot of quarterbacks that have fun and they don't get the attention. Favre would get more attention than entire three teams, right? you know, would. And that always drove me crazy. So there is that, that it factor a little bit. And then your other one about your con or more, um, there is niche super fame. I mean, there is niche super fame. Like if someone's, I don't know, whatever geek they are, you know, whatever geek they are, there's one guy that, that is on the, let's just use an analogy. It's not, not, not. Literally, but if every single geek of that particular area had a poster, had mm. posters, that woman or man would be up on the wall. Yeah. And there are other ones that they definitely all know, but would it would it be up on? So there's niche right. super fandom. Really? Yeah. That where I should say there are niche superstars, if you will. Whereas in the broad scheme, you wouldn't go, you know. But if you you can feel really good if somehow you get on a, a sci-fi show. You never are, are in movies and have never been in much otherwise, but you hit the right sci-fi show and you're the it person for and whatever reason. And it's probably the character. A lot of times it's the character. Yeah. Like Loki, you know, Tom Hiddleston, which, by the way, if you're listening to this, Tom, call me. Um, I am in, Loki is my favorite of all of them. Like, I, that's the one I like. And my daughter's always like, why? I go, I don't know. I just, I just, I empathize with Loki. I mean, yes, he's a bad guy, but come on, look at his backstory. Once, especially when you figured it out, I was just like, oh my God. Plus Tom Hiddleston. I I don't want to fix him. (laughs) I like him just the way he is. (laughs) (laughs) But Tom Hiddleston plays him remarkably. Okay. That's, that's great. Um, But I am not, I, I don't have one set. Let's go into Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Harry Potter is it's got it's got the group. You're a wizard, Harry. You are. What are you doing? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Harry Potter has a a, a a bunch of fans that would freak out if any of those people walked into a room. But do they? Are they? Do they want to see? The, the the actors or in their brain are those actors somewhat the character because I think sometimes the character is more famous than the actor so they meet the actor and the actor's like this what up they're like Where'd, where'd the accent go? Especially the British people who talk like they're not British. And then when you meet them, they're like, hello there. And you're like this. Where did that come from? That is not like, I don't know who you are. Yeah, but I mean, most Americans sexy. are like, think it think it's better though. Oh, it's no, like, oh! I, think it's, I think it's better. Like the guy that plays the good doctor, the young man who played in the Bait Hotel. He's got an accent. And I was like this. What? 
Like, because he was on the Ellen show. <laughs> so we, we, have, we have tons and tons of layers of fame. And the reason that we're talking about this is a couple weeks back, you know, I, I love my TikTok, but all social media, everything that is being pumped into our heads, whether it's television, Netflix, um, TikTok, uh, Instagram, we are being so fucked in the head with, with all of this misinformation and all of this, like the other night I couldn't go to sleep because my brain would not shut off. I had worked till 1030. I was on TikTok. I watched a little bit of TV and I was up watching my own TikToks and listening to, I had recorded something. So I was listening to a 20 minute presentation that I gave into the restaurant group just to see how I could not go to sleep and what I needed to do was to shut everything down and to meditate and shut my brain down but I couldn't do it I'm like addicted it's like I need I need the screen I need the screen and that's why I made the comment like put your phones down turn your screens off and just go enjoy something because I am noticing my addiction and TikTok is very addictive and on there they had all gone down to Las Vegas and the one thing about TikTok is that there's millions of people on it and you're only gonna see a handful of these people and if you've ever liked something TikTok's gonna go oh I'm gonna show you their stuff again and if you follow them you're gonna maybe see them but not all the time because TikTok has two you can go just to your followers and you can just interact with followers or you can do the for your pay for fyp page and it's got everybody on it but it's got everybody on it that tiktok wants you to see so it's not everybody really it's who they like chose you gotta go go at least try to take a two turn detour to get to some other stuff that you might cor- not you are correct you. so like let's say that i have drag queens and i love my drag queens on there i've got a couple of them if i go on and i like their stuff i follow them and i comment then i'm gonna get every drag queen coming up on my on my tiktok but anyway they had a function where they went down and a lot of people from tiktok which is, is kind of awkward because you know there's a lot of people like you who are like yeah i kind of like this right here i don't want to go and meet you for real like i don't want to go to las vegas and have to be this character this actor right in person i thought you're saying uh from a fan perspective you're saying no no, if i were in it i'd be like listen i'm putting out stuff and i enjoy that and if you like it, great. But it, it, as far as I'm you. concerned, I can just I'm just trying to be creative. Right. right. I you don't want to meet people. I, on the other hand, am 100 percent opposite. Well, I would love to meet people. But yeah, I when when I have a, a live performance and people want to meet afterwards, I'm actually the person out there. Maybe it's one of those whole things where introverts seem like they're not when you, they finally talk to somebody because they built up so many words. And maybe right. it, it's kind of uh, like that. In that, no, I I always liked chatting people up afterwards and going uh, going to the hallway after performances and maybe because I even feel that's almost like a if I go out there because I'm supposed to you know they really do want you to go out, then I feel like I'm almost like a customer service you know I'm representing right. myself and the play and and also kind of uh trying to get publicity you so know? let me tell you this let's say what show what was one of the shows that you were in August Osage County. Okay, August Osage County. Let's say that 25 theaters did August Osage County. And they said, oh my gosh, 
We're going to do a reunion and all the people from all the August Osage County people are going to meet in Las Vegas and we're going to all get to meet each other because we've all got to see the videos and we sent them all and you that we we watched all 25 shows and you know whatever you are you going to go No, I'm guessing I mean, like, analogies because it's, we we don't continue to work it but, but no no I wouldn't But because direct it, answer I would, not in a million you'd years You'd be like I, I, I Good job, but I'm not going to... I don't need to meet these strangers that did the same show. No, you get to meet your character and 25 other people. That's not you. Me, on the other hand, I'm the one that's like, hey, let's go meet people. I love meeting new people. Right, I mean, Different personalities, but I'm not going because they're famous. I'm going because I want to meet people and I want to get to who they really are past that the level of fame. If I had a preparatory one, I might. Hey, you're gonna go. There's 17 regional theaters that are doing. You're and you're in it. You're gonna do August Osage County. But then let's assume money's no object, and they're like, "Here's what we think." I mean, I'd at least consider it then, because right. I know there was some future potential reason to have gone, but I wouldn't go as a look back. So we anymore. have so we have these creators on TikTok, and let's. We, I think we're going to do an episode just on TikTok, just so I can explain how this works, because I think that some people are really misled on this app, because there are friends, followers, there are creators, and there are there's audience members, and and then there are amateurs. So you have different levels in here, and it, to me, you've got these positivity influencers being negative to other people because they're not being positive like they think they need to be positive and it really just get annoying and you just scroll by i just go eh, nope nope i scroll by i don't want to interact with them because i want them gone and if they're too mean i can just block them and they'll be gone i don't see them anymore but they they had a bunch of tiktokers and a, a lot of these Kid, a lot of these people are probably a little awkward in groups, went down and met in for a fundraiser, which I had I heard nothing about until it was happening. But while they were down there raising money, the 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 normal page was talking about how horrible it was that these people with two to three million followers thought that they were better than other people. And the that's what page. that's yeah, this is a normal page. But that's what got me thinking because you just mean some other place made commentary about this convention thinking it was odd or when you say normal hundreds of people on TikTok were calling these people oh, out, okay. were bringing up their past, calling them horrible people. You guys are not famous. If TikTok shut down tomorrow, nobody would know you. And and, and these are other positive people being negative. I, I call them positive trolls, meaning when you go like this, oh my God, I am a positive influencer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? You could be so happy if you weren't so ugly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, look at your face. I mean, you come on. <laughs> so anyway, these people will be... You will look so good if you lose another 30, 30 pounds. pounds. Yes. yes. You can do it. I can't wait. I can't believe that you're going to be on that weight loss journey. I am not losing any weight. No, you should do it. Come on, girl. I got your back. Well, anyway, it, 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 it pissed me off because fame comes in all different packages. And if you don't... It, like, I know that I have fame when it comes to certain things. It's not in my head. It's this fact that I know that when I go live, I know that I have people listening to me. It's not a, it's not a um, celebrity fame. It's just a lot of people stop and listen to what I say. 
And I have done that a lot. That's why I did the podcast because I needed a I needed something to be able to sit down and get it out of my head so it wasn't there because I know that I have a lot to say. And yes, I talk a lot. This doesn't this is not all you get. But I still know that I can grab an audience. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be bigger and badder, but it does mean that at some point somebody could say, hey, Kim, would you come on my TV show and talk about uh, 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 whatever it is? And I'd be like, sure. And there doesn't mean that that. I'm going to walk in and be like, oh my God, these people think I'm so famous. And that's going to go to my head because I'm not <laughs> above anybody or below anybody. I'm just, I mean, unless he's cute. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's sorry. just, that's that just, just went checking my head. to see if it. That's right. Yeah. You guys listening? See if you're listening or not. Anyway, I, so when it comes to fame, I believe we have all different levels of fame. And I don't believe that any positive person should tear another positive person down. Because when you're out there with 2 million people and you are producing content every single day, and that's what you have to do to keep these people engaged, then you you do have an obligation to these people that are watching you and you know in your heart that you are enjoying even though it is it is um not really real but that 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 um what is it called virtual fame because it's kind of like the yahoo chat where every guy thought i was flipping hot and I mean, man, I would do everything for you. Yeah, okay, I know exactly who you are. You are not my type. You, I don't, you like, you, I don't know what you really look like. And in your brain, you're just like, he finds me pretty. It's just nice to hear someone say that, but it's not nice to hear someone say it when it's not true. Like, they're just looking at you like, you're not pretty, but we're gonna say it's pretty. It, it gets in your head. Well, fame when you're on social media is is you make your own fame. We market ourselves. You and I are famous. When it comes into when it comes into podcasts, when we talk to people, I've been stopped on the street before. Hey, I listened to your podcast. I was stopped once. To, oh, that was I was happy to be with you, and we were stopped. Yes, we were stopped, you. and and you know what? She she was like, but she was like, you're her favorite person. I'm not because I'm her friend. But she was excited oh. to get to meet you. And the same thing with my other friend. When you went to the class, she was excited. My coach, she was like, mm-hmm. the one thing I can't wait is to meet Tyson in person because she listens to the podcast she thinks that it's awesome that doesn't go to your head like okay well you know like i'm just gonna give autographs and stuff but if someone comes up to you and says like man i really enjoy the podcast can i get your autograph you you give them the autograph and you say you're welcome i mean you're not going to quit your day job can i uh, can i do a quick uh, a quick very quick side story took a Navy aircraft carrier around South America because it doesn't fit through the Panama Canal. They're going to make it be from an East Coast carrier to a West Coast carrier. We went to countries on both sides of South America and they wanted autographs just because we were Americans. How about them, Apple? There you go. I honestly, it's it's all about, it's all about. So let's see here. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this before we go You're move like, on. Okay, I, sure. <laughs> but but it does. You don't have to do anything spectacular. Sometimes it's who you are. All right. I mean, look at the. So anyway, today I said, what makes a person famous? I'm gonna go through my answers here. There's not a lot of them. Money, and then my mom says, how we choose to share our love and life with others. 
which is true because if you're a positive person, a lot of people want to be around you and it kind of makes you a little bit famous. Um, a good agent, how many tacos you eat, leadership, uniqueness, social conditioning, timing, and a lot of luck. We can go back to that niche fame, but it's true that we all, well, no, I can't think of it. But uh, the Joey who who always eats the hot dog, eat, yeah. always wins a hot dog eating contest. Exactly. One specific thing, very specific skill, but being very, very good at it such that he wins competitions that are rare This, this is me. This, this is me. When Whenever I say I'm a superstar and I'm pretty freaking famous on the internet, and they say to me, what made you that way? I said, I just put it on a business card. Right. And they're like, oh, and they come over and they talk to me. They're not going to talk to me because I'm a business developer. They want to come over and talk to me and find out why I think I'm famous. Then they find out it's more of a joke and it's just a fun time and I'm a great person. But that conversation started. And this person says, learning from the Kardashians, Kardashians merely declaring oneself famous. They weren't right. the first, however. Remember Ava and Zsa, Zsa Gabor? So one of them was on the television show, but be reality is this is that place. place to be. Yeah. Um, your friend said oddball. Well, here here's one for you. Um, to your point, sometimes famous is just because your main productivity is just publicity about yourself. Right. So remember when we said it's that you have some kind of work. You know, you put out a lot of work, or you put out some work that's very good. You know, say a, a, a one-time, a quick, one-time wonder. That's not it. A, a one-hit wonder. And that person might have one of the best songs ever and win the Grammy that year. And 30 years from then, people always at least remember that person did that, that song. That song, yeah. One good work. But there are other people who it's just sheer, I'm going to let people know about me all the time. Right. And not much more than that. And there's some people that can win 25 awards and can leave the limelight and go back into their house and start writing music for people and you never hear of them again. And if you say the name, you're like this, that's familiar because they chose to step out of the limelight and do what they love to do and they don't they don't require the attention that comes with said limelight. Um, another person said money, time, big time marketing machine, luck, and of course positioning marketing. And those were those were the. Um, it's interesting that two people said money because money because I initially said no, I think you got that backwards. But yeah, some levels of money, mm -hmm. then you are famous for the money. Elon, but, but usually, Elon Musk. usually it's to me what's really is a situation is if you have that kind of money, it's because you're tied to what you're right. what you're a part of is what's being talked about and you are so closely connected to that but then obviously if you hit into the stratosphere of the world's billionaires then sometimes it's like you can know some people might know elon musk and not even necessarily know what he what he does right right because he's elon musk and he's one of the world's richest men right so i kind of thought when i heard money money it was kind of backwards but no. not necessarily i say money money can and you can buy fame even more because you can get out you can get out, you know, amongst people well, a little bit more, spend more money. I mean, come on, look at the Kardashians. I, I'm sorry, but I am not a fan and they'll never be on my podcast, but I'm not a fan of their family. Like, I don't even know what they do except embarrass people. And it's basically entertainment where people actually believe that that life that they portray on that television is 
that are real life. So, but so they, they kind of led. There's a lot of reality uh, TV that's just like, well, we got to do something dramatic this week. Um, but you know, remember then, as far as famous for being famous, there are, there are people then who just because they're famous and famous for being famous, they then just get appearance fees to show up at nightclubs. Right, they do. Like yeah, like not I mean, not even perform at nightclubs. No, to be there to mm-hmm. add to the general ambiance and this a great party. So because even what's her face is going to be here, the blonde skinny uh, Paris Hilton. Let me let me she just used to make like tens you. of thousands to show up at a nightclub. All right, well I can't really compare with that, but I can tell you that there was a particular country bar in our community. And there was a group of us who basically frequented said bar every night that it was open, which was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we were there. Sunday ended up being a family day. So a lot of times Sundays we wouldn't go. But I had people that came up to me on a Thursday (laughs) or Friday night. Wives came up to me asking me to teach their husbands how to dance. I still have people to this day that were people that went out there that have come up to me through mutual friends and they're just like I don't I know how from when... I don't know how I know you like how is it I know, and then they'll be like oh my gosh you were the dancer at Remington's we used to come in from Silver Lake uh, you know, like some of the areas where it's 20th, just to watch you and your friends dance. Yeah. It was like a show. You guys were phenomenal. Now, I didn't have to pay to get in every time. Sometimes I did, but sometimes Not I didn't. fair. I was hot when I was young. I always had to pay. That's why I never went. I was hot back then. Jeez. I wasn't hot. I I'm just a good dancer. Booty, <laughs> your booty. Shorts. I wore my I wore my um my cowgirl my cowgirl clothes. There wasn't anything sexy about it. Although I did get some boots that I could wear shorts with at some point in the summer. But I don't, this only lasted nine months of so my if life. So if you're wondering um, what inventory a um, a certain store has as far as wanting to get new boots, is that called a booty call? If you if you call about the boots, yeah, yeah it okay. is. It's a booty call. But anyway, then I'd go up to the bar. I'd get free drinks because I was part of the entertainment that drew more people into that bar. And we went around, and it was it was not a it was it was an unsaid benefit going around and talking to different people and I got so annoyed because you'd be having like you'd be out kind of drinking and then you'd have a wife come over I- I'm so sorry is there An any unsaid way unsaid benefit for it's her. the unsaid benefit of the, the free beer and the free entry and stuff like that it wasn't like they didn't say they didn't say you come in and we're just going to give you free beer it was just kind of like thank you quietly take the beer mm. or the drink but you're saying because of that because you, that, you, not that you're obligated to talk to people, but you felt like you would, or just that I did. Came up I just you. did. It was just part of who I am, and so it worked out really well. And I still have it's a one one. I would have liked that just because, ladies. I know a lot of them don't think this, but for those of us who don't have as much confidence around women, just because we think this, we think you think, oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm asking you to dance just because I'm just trying to get with you that very night and that's right. the whole goal and um so that would have been nice to know obviously that's not what i'm about you see that you see that i'm i'm dancing because it's because i like it and it's fun i can't and you can tell that because i'm here every night it's open <laughs> i can't tell you how many guys 
I took home after the bar, you know, oh yeah, my ex-husband, that was it. And he drove me home. He drove me home and then just wouldn't leave. You're like, no, seriously, I can't tell Like, I never, like, I tell you. No, there is the one, I can tell you one. one. Like, no, we had our guy friends that we hung out with and then after the bar, we'd go back to the houses with our friends and stuff like that. But as we're picking up strangers in the bar, that was not, that was not me except my ex-husband and we see how well that went. So, but... (laughs) It was, it was like guys would, like women came over because I think they thought if guys came over and, and, and I taught a lot of people how to do it. I was, I was getting my divorce from my first husband and I'm sitting in the chambers at, waiting to, to, to get the divorce. <laughs> and this girl taps me on the, like on my, my shoulder and I turn around and I'm like, and she smiles at me and she goes, I can't believe it's you. <laughs> And I said, it is. Regular dancers get divorces too. I hope and you she, sa- she says, you in here for a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> why, why, yes, I am. I, I think we all are. And she just, and, and, I, and at this point, I'm not connecting, I'm not connecting the bar with her. I'm connecting that <laughs> yeah. I have met her at some point of my drunken stupor and I didn't know. And then she's like this, you going to Remington's tonight to celebrate? <laughs> Boom. Boom. Said, just like, yes, Pow. yes, I am. I was like, Were you? well, actually, yes. And it'll be my second like, divorce yeah, party. <laughs> I had multiple divorce parties because my first divorce party, we'd already planned it in Lawrence. And <laughs> then we went to go do it. And my idiot ex-husband's attorney tried to screw us over and they said fine we're just going to postpone it well i mean i had already planned the party so we went ahead and had the pre-divorce party down there so anyway you guys fame comes from everywhere and that's what i was just wanting to talk about we haven't got to that one jerk that you were mentioning oh yes that's that's him And and i don't think he's a jerk i'm just saying fame gets to everybody and I think sometimes, sometimes it gets to, it gets to other people's heads because A, I think it's a jealousy thing. I'm on TikTok right now. I have like 2,500 followers. I'm not looking to get a million followers. I don't have the time for that. I'm not looking to monetize it. I make my videos because I'm having fun making the videos. I'm not doing videos on there that are like this. If you like me, I'll like you. And then you can follow me and make sure you, and that, that's freaking say That's one thing boring. about the, the TikTok is that it seems like there's a lot of videos that are like behind the scene talking shop about TikTok. Yeah. And I know there is a bunch of entertainment because I've, laugh through a lot of it but yeah. there also seems like there's a lot of people just you know it's like this this weird um meta thing about yeah. tiktok it's always like um if so the, then the, the big next thing was how dare you uh, f- do a follow train and then have me follow you and then you unfollow me oh i will go back and unfollow you okay <laughs> we'll go for it because do what you want to do. Like, I thought we're supposed to be on this app that I should follow the people that I like. And if people follow me, I go look at their stuff and I'm like, I don't like that. I don't need fake nails. And every video is you and fake nails. You're just going to try to sell me fake nails. I don't want to be friends with you. You can follow me because I'm creative and funny and you're trying to sell this product that I don't need. I don't feel obligated. And so it gets a, it, it kind of in this in this fight. 
I say great to the to the people who want to add the stress of having a million followers and if that's what you want, but I did not set out to be on TikTok, to be TikTok famous, I set out to meet people from all over the world and add them to our podcast. Hence why my podcast is called, I mean, TikTok is called Kimology 411. I'm having a great time. So you're watching these videos. And like I said, we were in Las Vegas and these people were down there. Rumors were flying that they were asking for money for signatures. They were asking for money. Well, you know what? Here's the deal. Here is the deal. Any other time in any other business, if you were, if you were um, with a particular person that had a huge following, and they said, "I will have you on my two million followers on a video to us together, and then we're gonna tag your your um, account." and tell them to follow you, do you see that there's any sort of a value there? They have 2 million people, you have 2,000 people, and they're going to do a video with you that says, follow Tyson. Uh, yes, certainly. There's a value there. And these people don't see that the value is there. So you had creators that were like this, I did not ask for any money, I promise I didn't. You, you should be able to ask for money Anytime you want, anytime you want. Oh, you mean for the autograph? I, I don't no, understand. this is no. This was to film a TikTok with a oh, oh. influencer. You're saying dollars for dollars that? for. So, so the thing is, is that if it's they've called got wheeling and dealing, I mean, it's exactly be, be it's creative. called a business. And when people are like, I cannot believe they were doing it, that really kind of annoyed me. And I know I'm going to be totally. If anybody on TikTok is listening to this, they'll be like. Ah, I'm unfollowing her. Okay, well, I only have 2,500 of you, so whatever. But reality is, is why are we telling other people how to run their business and how to make their own money? And that, to me, it just comes back to the only thing you can say is, no, thank you. I don't want to give you $50 to do the video. Or is it worth $50 for them to say, I'm going to do this and this and this, and I'm basically putting together a marketing campaign for you? That is what these people are doing, but yet people do not understand how marketing works. Do yeah. they think that Facebook, that you do that for free? No, you don't. TikTok is not done for free. There is a TikToker from Topeka that gets paid $3,000 a month to play his video game so many hours a week on TikTok. Oh my gosh, I just want to... Oh my gosh! I, I mean, good for him, but I just campaign. want. But that's a marketing are you, campaign. Are you trying to? Uh, is, you're trying to cure my insomnia. Is that what's going on? Oh, three dollars or three thousand a month? Because holy crap! Let's watch somebody else play a video game. And you know what? Followers, I know a lot of people do it. Followers do it. <laughs> it's like, but to but your point, then it's like, well. I guess you can have the reaction, but how valid is? Well, that seems greedy. Do you, look, it's no scandal. There's no it's sca no scandal. It's just, either listen that those things happen. I mean, it happens right. on the YouTube channels. It may not. Maybe they'll be like, listen, we're more level, more or less equal. So let's go ahead and we get a lot of mutual videos. It might be cool. Right. I'll, I'll say an example. Ones that I would watch to say Athlete X and those types of things, and they'll be guys who are kind of in the same fitness niche on YouTube. And they'd be like, man, I'm going to come to Sacramento. Wonder if you want to work out together. Right. Well, if they're more or less equal, probably no money uh, changes hands. But if they weren't, right. you know, uh, it, that's not great. Now, I mean, the person can try if they're just that kind of, I don't want to say oblivious, but if they're really like 
Really? You think you're something else, huh? That well, you can't you can't just decide to be on my video or not. You, you it's got to be a business thing. Well, yeah, it does. So but it's if you a want, if you want to make if you want to make it a deal that it is, and I don't have to be on a video with someone who only has one fiftieth as many followers as me. So. so let's say let's say my YouTube channel went up to ten million people on it. And someone said, hey, we want you and Tyson to come speak in front of 25,000 people that are all paying $1,000 for the weekend to be here. You and I aren't going on that stage for free. No. We're going to be paid. So, but if a charity comes to you and says hey, we're going to do this and this and this and this and this, and we really want you because you support XYZ Charity, and this is one you know with your heart. What can you do for us? You say, you provide my hotel, you fly me in, and you provide me food, I will waive my fee. You have that option, so I'm not, well, I'm not putting expenses out to help you out. But people don't understand how that works, and I was so sad for the people out there. So anyway... So then it just led down to all the people because you've got creators on there who do not have anybody that they follow, which I say don't follow people. I, when I first got on Facebook, uh, TikTok, I thought, oh my gosh, I just want to be nice to these people. But when I start going through their content, um, you might find me funny, but I don't find you funny. Like, you're mean. And I'm not going to condone or follow someone who I see as mean. And you are going way against what I believe. And so I think some people, instead of instead of really thinking about following the people, because you only can follow 10,000, following the people that really fill your niche, they're just following to follow to get the numbers so you can get up. And that's exactly what I did at the very beginning. Yeah, there's there's going to be a many to one and a one to many relationship based on whether you're a creator or not. If you're mostly not a creator, then you would expect to be right uh, to be following much more than are following you. So and vice versa. So like I said, you can only have ten thousand on there, and if they have no content, like no videos, I don't follow them back because I can only follow ten thousand people, and I want to follow, but they shouldn't be mad at me for not following them because they are not doing anything for me to follow them back. So we really need to educate them on that. But the one thing that I saw the other day, and I think you thought that I was being negative about it, but I wasn't being negative about it. I was just wanting to get your opinion on what he was saying, is one of the huge people on there that everybody knows and he is a positive person but you can tell that he has struggled and he has put himself he was on a reality tv show um i can't remember which one it was I think but sometimes, he actually some people it. are positive and some people and i'm not saying this guy is one of them it's more that it's about their struggle given their past or their usual to stay positive and right and you can see the distinction sometimes pretty easily uh, and then, do you see flashes of them not being positive? Is that part of either the good, the good thing, or is it just kind of what you expect? It seemed to me more like this guy was a ladder, where he's trying to be positive, and it's not that he's not genuine when he tries to be positive, or right. when he is positive, but he's not just just a, I'm Tony Robbins, you know, I mean, that's a big example, but you, you know what I mean, where it's like, 
Yeah, I guess he's down sometimes, but he's mostly positive. He doesn't. He's not very cynical. Some right. other people can be trying to be positive, but they may be pretty cynical, or at least you know more along that spectrum. Well, and I believe that the myth, the and as a positive, a positivity influencer, I try to let people know that we all have bad days, and we all get to defend and stick up for ourselves. But we do need to make sure that we say it correctly. I mean, it's, 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 there's a lot of thought into it. And, and, and that should be for everybody. Before you spout your mouth out, you should think about what you're saying and how it's coming out. And the, the one of the cool things is nowadays, like when I write, I'm just going to say it, <laughs> one of my clients, they were dealing with a clock, they were dealing with a customer and through text message. And the guy was like, Hey, do you mind if I just be a dick to this guy? Because he's being a jerk. And of course, the manager was like, no, you cannot be a dick to this guy. He's like, well, just let me just read the conversation. So he's reading the conversation and the client was a dick. And this is in text message. And he goes, but this is what I want to say. And he said, good, good, good. Oh, no, 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 no. You cannot say that. And so that's when I said, listen, imagine that quote with your name on it going all over social media. How are you going to defend yourself? His context will disappear. And he goes, he goes, well, but if they show it, I go, he's not going to show what he put on there. I said, you got to write it. Now delete it and say thank you so much we can't help you and let it go like you don't have to argue with these people there is no benefit for you to argue with an asshole and so coming down to this when i saw this everybody was stitching it and everybody was like oh my god you're so awesome you're so awesome but what what got me was the way that he was talking about it is if you are famous sorry if you're famous and you are held to a higher standard because you are. That comes with fame. If you don't want fame, then just be the little person down here putting out your stuff and not trying to be big and bad. And this isn't about money. This is literally about fame. But don't come on and say, I owe you nothing. Reality is, is that none of us owe anybody anything on here except as your as me as one of your followers you owe me you owe me the content that i will watch and if you don't then just unfollow them why are so many people going out and and attacking these these um creators when all they have to do is just unfollow them block them and you never have to deal with it again and in your fantasy world reality is is that your videos aren't being seen because it's not because of the algorithm it's probably because they're boring because my videos don't get seen i don't get thousands of videos of views i get i maybe get 100 200 300 and i'm like score but reality is is i'm not on there for a million people like i said i have 42,000, almost 43,000 views of my videos people did not like them i'm not offended by that because they just they see my video and i'm sure it's on for like a second it clicks and it's like oh i do mine for my friends i do mine i watch my own videos so when you are a creator and you are famous and you are famous you have to make sure that you understand your fame and when he said when he made the comment about if you send me a t-shirt 
and I don't post it on my social media, well, how rude of anybody to send a gift and expect payment in return. The only thing you should expect is a thank you. And it doesn't need to be on social media. It should be through a thank you card. And I can help you with that if you want. Um, to say, oh my gosh, thank you so much for this really cool shirt. Now, if it's an ugly shirt, you can say thank you if you want or not say thank you. But reality is, is that is common courtesy. You know, and as you had said, well, it's an unsolicited. It doesn't, I mean, I send unsolicited gifts all the time. I have probably a 20% thank you. 80% of the people do not acknowledge my gift at all. And does it hurt me? No, because I know my gift gave them joy. And I know that they're busy and probably have thought to themselves 20 times, I really should say thank you. And they're busy because I send them to businesses. I get that. I totally understand all of that. I don't send things out for a thank you. But the common courtesy is if somebody were to send you something, you might want to text them, thank you. I mean, whether you know them or not, thank you. And a generic thank you is, is, is fine. If you say, hey, you guys, thank you so much. I get so many cool things in the mail with my shirts and my candles and all that stuff. Shout out to all you guys. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Do a, gener a video. A generic, a generic one is fine, but you. you're getting back to the idea of, to me, part of it is I read this. I mean, I, I imagined it in context as someone trying to call them out in the same way, in a similar way as you know, someone's like outraged that they would be asking $50 to be in the video with them. And instead it's like, I can't believe, he he doesn't even respond. I sent him a, a macrame cap. <laughs> I sent him that macrame <laughs> ball cap and I, and I put a lot of work into it. He didn't even respond to me. It's like, right. dude, let's just think of reality here. Should I, could I? Yes, but I'm not practically going to on every time and or I haven't and, and I maybe I'm wrong but it, it perhaps he doesn't say thank you so much generically but to me it was more like he was being called out for not an he was, individual I'm sure he was be well for he, not an individual shout out I think and I'm was, sure you you hand those out but you probably don't hand them out to everybody when you've got two yeah. and a half million no, people. No, you possibly you can't. And you shouldn't send a gift expecting a reply. That always annoys me as well. You should do the reply. You should say thank you. I'm not saying don't, but I don't send my packages out to have anybody acknowledge them because I know them. the reason I send it out is for you to be open it up and for you to think to yourself, this is fucking cool. Yeah, it, reminds, it reminds me of this a little bit. Whenever you've like taking some kind of how can I be a better person and how do I, how can I deal with people better, you always have to remember, I am trying to deal better, but then I can't expect the other person. After all, I'm trying to improve. You can't be the one of those persons and then mad that the other person doesn't have right. this more advanced uh, level of behavior because it may not. And if you're going to deal with, you know, all of a sudden put these other people under these same standards that are invisible to them to the extent that you get upset about it, then it's like you're going to be upset a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. so but let alone if you then, you know, went in front of their house and said, this person is awful because I sent him a cake and he didn't even, you know, and that's kind of like if it's really happening on the social media, I can see where it would get his kind of get his uh, um, nerve to, you know, it's like. Are you serious? I, I'm trying to do things here, right. and 
and you're you're trying to shout me down like I'm a horrible person because I didn't follow up on your your deal. I, and now it was could have his answer have been, man, I apologize. I just right. things run out of I, you know you run out of time and I can't answer everybody. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I but he wasn't calling out an individual in that video. He was he was kind well, of just yeah. going, you know, big term like. Guys, I can't get to everything. I mean, right. I can't. I can't. I, I can't, can't share. I can't, can't share back. I can't. But you know, here's think. the thing. Here's the thing. If there is money involved, and you want, if you're making money off of your T-shirts, and this is the marketing person from me, if somebody buys a T-shirt from you, you get that information, and you should, because they'll probably buy more stuff. You should at least send them something that says, thank you so much, unless you tag them. And it's much easier to do a video and say, I want to say thank you to Mary this, but da 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 da. For, do you, you get know, a for, list of where for, yours go, or do you have to go look it up? No, you get it. You would, they you would send it to you. You get an electronic, list. you get an electronic database. You can log into your account. Like we have, well, what so I mean we is, if some, it says from Kim Schultz, does it go? Would it electronically? It gives them like my right address. Back? It gives them so so when I order a T-shirt and let's say it's your T-shirt, you get an email that says Kim Schultz bought a T-shirt and this is what she got from you. You log into your account on that website and you get all my information. I You've don't got care my about information. Number. I mean, got my can name? I link directly to your account so it's that handy? Otherwise, it gets pretty egregious if you're selling a lot of stuff. Right. Well, let's see. Let's see which Kim Schultz this probably is. If there's yeah, not yeah, a yeah, direct- yeah, yeah. And, and and that I don't know because it's going through TikTok, so I don't right. know how that they works. They may have a great but dashboard. Not, it would be a good idea for them. It would be a great you, idea. Would you like to? Would you like to thank? And all you got to do is boom, and it opens or, up. Or on the or the or, order form, it can say what is your TikTok handle. That would be even more amazing. Now, now we're setting up databases. But reality is, is that's what marketing is about. Like I'm wearing the T-shirt. Um, of the creators and I'm doing videos for them and at no point do I am I supporting that one particular person like I did the bath bombs and I've done um, bath bombs I've done moisturizer I've done lip gloss I have um, two t-shirts and my sweatshirt that I still have to do one on but they're not TikTok they're on Twitch but reality is is that at no point do I expect them to say anything to me? I am helping promote those because that's what I do. And my job is for someone to come to me and say, can you help me with my marketing? I sure can. Or like when I did the lip stuff, I was like, there's nothing on this package that tells me who you are. If you know what this is, please contact me. And for free, I'm going to help you make this better so that I can reorder because I don't know how to reorder this. Your name's not even on the receipt. That's what I do about this kind of stuff. But I just did one and people are like, I'm just like, support the creators. I don't expect the creators to tell me thank you for that because that is who I am. But then again, you also have the sponsored people who if I were to do a thing about, look at this drink that I have, I love this drink and I make a TikTok that they love and and and, and they find it, they can contact me and say, we're going to... We're gonna use your video, and every time someone clicks on it, you get 12 cents. 
and you go, okay, and then you become a sponsored video, and that way you don't even know what the ads are but, because they just meet into a but video. think of all this connectivity when it's at least, you know what, I've got a shop and people are buying from it, and ideally, or not, I get some kind of information or, or a direct link and I can thank them. But if they're just sending you unsolicited stuff, they're sending right. you stuff. They're, yeah, There's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. less connectivity there. Well, it's yeah. going to be a lot harder to track it's, it's that It's kind of like that down. psycho stalker person that's kind of like, like sending people stuff. Like, I would send them cards and brownies if I could figure it out and I was going to. And then I thought, no, I'm not going to because they'd be like, what a stalker. Like, because mine are so personal, they'll be like, where'd you get these pictures from? Oh, I don't know, from your Facebook that you have open to the public. It's a lot of work. But I've never had any interaction with them, so I don't feel the need that I need to send them anything because I don't watch their content. They're not they're not someone that I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not excited about. I'm like, oh, okay, like, great. I want to see, like, the people that I show you, like, that couple, like, I need to meet them. Like, I talk to them all the time in their messenger because I love his his um, his little sayings that he says about those the, the, the videos. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, these are my people. These are my people. And they, they'll build up big, but I don't want to build up big. But anyway, that's kind of what fame is about. I did just want people to realize that, you know, fame comes in all different all different levels and what you believe someone is famous they probably might not think they're famous and that if they do think that they're famous and because they have positive confidence in themselves you shouldn't try to pull them down and destroy them and that's what I put on Facebook the other day is this goes out to all the people who actually want to push successful people forward because we don't have a lot of that you know, the, uh, one other thing about um, um, fame, and, it, and it's weird because you're talking about how actively you're trying to accept it. You know, there's something in law called a public um, public figure or not. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to go out and pursue um, more people knowing you, doing things, you know, you're doing works openly or, to, you know, discussions openly or having a very obvious open public office, that's one thing. But you can be known um, just because of some you're all of a sudden in a situation that becomes newsworthy and that gets weird right so that's another deal where it's like un, uh, unwanted and unsolicited uh, um non-pursued fame well and right. you have to be able to handle you have to be able to handle all of that you know like i get like five comments and i might get like 22 hearts I don't get 9,327 comments. How is anybody going to read through all of that? There's right. absolutely no way go, that the I content I'll just gets be lost. A create, I'll be a creator because creator, I just can't. Right. And they either like it or they don't. And sometimes I'll peek in and ideally you just kind of sample some of these things. You know, you sample some feedback and you mention the feedback. Uh, you know, and then, yeah, obviously you can't look at all of them, but at least it looks, it then looks like because you are doing it, looking at some of the comments and you're 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 working with your audience a, a little bit that but way. you have to remember movie stars and 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 rock stars and all that stuff they always would get fan mail remember you get sons of fan mail and then, and then of course their publicist would get the letter and then they would have people that read them the you know you're the the musician isn't going to sit and read all 10,000 letters that come in they have people that do that and then they send out the little photo but guess what they recognize some of those people recognize it because if not nowadays be like you know like um 
Uh, recognize what that it was a they re- they, they always said yeah they just send them out the the signed poster you know like i remember getting i remember writing fan letters and then you get the poster and you're like oh my god and you're a child sean so you cassidy. think that sean cassidy you would be like sean cassidy oh my gosh he signed it and it's right up on my wall and you're like yeah he sent that to me sean cassidy never saw my letter nor did he even see that poster that was pre-made with a fake autograph on it there's no kim on it it's just a pre-made thing but it's what the people want. They don't need. It's 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 what you put in your head and how you. Well, you got something. I mean, fantasize it, you, it. That you can go story after story. It can be any myth, mythological story of just someone merely in a very very brief interaction, um, but they're a known person. Somebody sees them in a restaurant. If they just treat them halfway decent, it's like yeah, it becomes a story. Right. Just because, oh, yeah, I met, you know, so-and-so wrestler. He was at this truck stop. And I'll tell you what, he, he just, he, I, I said, how big a boy are you? And he picked me up like I was a doll. That was amazing. And then that story lives forever yeah. just because the guy was engaging a little and bit. And that's your fame, not my fame. Like, I'd be like, oh, who, who was that again? Yeah, like, I the mean, other I day. I just heard some... those stories. You know, people talk about, you know, uh, back in the day, wrestlers would be on the road. And yeah. so you'd find him at some truck stop and go, oh, my gosh, that's, you know, so-and-so. And and uh, there'd be some. they're always, that's the type of things that stories attach to. Well, and it's like the, like, KU, you've got your basketball players. Right. Well, if anybody that walks in is 7'9", it doesn't matter who they are. You're going to be like that. That's got to be a basketball player. You, you're not going to go talk to him. Maybe, like, you're looking on your phone trying to figure out who he is. And you're like, it's got to be a basketball player. Then you're telling your friends, oh, my gosh, one of the basketball. And, and it's here's, just really what, not a my, basketball player. My deal my deal is just going, if I recognize him, I recognize him. and But I'm not going to go over to him. Right. Um, but I might say, hey, Joe. That's it. You know, just like, I yeah. see you. You know, that type of a thing. Uh, one last thing about uh, the fame deal is also interesting at any levels of fame. You always have the option to be the, uh, uh, geez, what, what's it hard? Uh, what's what's the, what's the? It's not hard. It's uh, like Howard Hughes. You know, oh, you stay yeah. very uh, uh, away, and then every time you In show seclusion. up, it's a big deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you can be the guy who's like, oh yeah, he's he comes up to this restaurant at least once every three weeks. You just see right. him, and then so you can have this open amount of fame. And it's no big deal, and you can you can really work that on yourself as to whether your life is fairly regular. Because at some point, you just keep showing up. People right. are going to be like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, tends, and you have here. you have some of them. Some of like, let's go back to movie stars. You have some of them that are in the limelight, and you just hear about everything they possibly do. And then you find out these other people over there. They've been married for forty five years. They've got five kids. They they live over here, and they're just living their life because their publicist didn't throw them in the limelight. Like, it's all about what you choose to do. I mean, you're not, like, some of them you never see. But you don't have to have drama with fans. Uh, uh, You can choose to uh, or not. But if you're the the best actors, nobody really cares if if, uh, they're very publicly available because it's the work that they love. Yep, it, that's going to say, yeah, it's more about their job and they get paid when they go out in public. It's like, and you so were talking about the public figure. There's different laws that go with yes. all of that as well. So yes, if you reach right. a certain level of public figure, there's different laws that, that mm-hmm. actually step in to where they can do things that they cannot do to me. Libel and slander is different yeah. based on that. So um, there's a lot because of... Because bun- you've asked for the more attention. Yeah. If you're a private figure... 
you can um, be libeled and slandered a lot easier because you didn't ask for all this public discussion about you. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we're going to end there. Um, it was just kind of a topic that I wanted people to hear, you know, to, to, to just talk about because as my fame rises, you know, I'm, I'm used to it. I mean, I can tell that there's people at the airport that are talking behind my backs and taking uh-huh. secret pictures. Yeah. <laughs> as you yawn. <laughs> Uh, sure I, you are. I, I can so tell. So one day, son, they're going to walk up to me and they're going to be like, ma'am, ma'am, like this, it, you, you dropped something back there. I mean, like this, don't need to use excuses to, yes, I will give you my autograph. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to get my own little t-shirt that says Kimology 411, best podcast ever. People will come up and I'll be like, hey, you haven't listened to it? You really need that to. Pub, the, I've actually thought of that and I thought we just uh, mentioned it before. We should be looking at t-shirt designs. We are. We are going to have t-shirt designs coming soon. And pretty soon, a few pounds from now, tank top designs. Tank top designs. I just got a sweatshirt, too. So, all right, you guys, thank you so much for giving us your time. We appreciate all of our listeners, and we're so excited that we get to keep doing our show. Make sure to comment on our Facebook group, Chemology 411. Go find us on TikTok. If you want to be entertained, go ahead and follow me. And um, then we have Instagram, Twitter, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Oh, thank you, Tyson. You know, famous person that I am, you can find me on my corner pulling weeds if you can find that corner. Oh, yeah. Going back to the glam life after I leave here to work on my yard. I got to head down to Kansas City for a barbecue. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. We will be back soon. Keep taking all of your adventures, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.